listening to the Coaching Academic Podcast, the podcast for coaches, leaders and academics who are interested in translating research into practice. Each episode, I discuss a brand new piece of cutting-edge research and translate the findings with suggestions of how you can incorporate the research into your practice. I'm your host, Dr. Rebecca J. Jones. Now, on with today's show. In today's episode of the Coaching Academic Podcast, I'm going to be talking about one of my own research papers called Conceptualising the Distinctiveness of Team Coaching, which I co-authored with Uwe Napersky from Aston Business School and Joanne Lepovnikova from the University of Liverpool, and was published in the Journal of Managerial Psychology in 2019. I'll put a link to the paper in the show notes. In this paper, we wanted to address what we perceived to be a lack of clarity around what team coaching is. In particular, we felt that there was a high degree of overlap between other forms of team learning and development, such as team building, team development and team training. In our paper, we argued that this confusion over how to define team coaching and differentiate it from other forms of team learning and development was problematic, as clear conceptualisation is needed if scholars are to develop a theory of effective team coaching, which can begin to tell us if, how and why team coaching works. A clear definition of team coaching is also essential for an enabling organisations to understand what exactly they're purchasing when employing a team coach and why. To attempt to define the distinctiveness of team coaching, we firstly reviewed the literature and existing definitions on team coaching and we summarised these in our paper. This review identified 15 definitions of team coaching. Across these definitions, there appeared to be some consistency in relation to higher order themes that the majority of definitions included, which were the function or the role of the team coach, the outcomes from team coaching, the team coaching methods and the format of team coaching. However, there was very little agreement across the definitions in relation to the detail specified within each of these themes. For example, the role of the team coach is conceptualised in six different ways across the 15 definitions. The definitions also include contradictions, such as coaching the team as a whole versus coaching individual team members or no specification regarding either. We also identified that the range of content in the current definitions of team coaching also means that there's substantial overlap between many elements of the team coaching definitions and the definitions of team training, team building and team development. For example, problem solving, raising awareness or use of reflection, a focus on teamwork, process, goals and objectives with a systematic approach are all elements that are also present in the definitions of at least one or sometimes more of the other forms of team learning and development interventions. Following the exploration of the literature, the main part of our research was surveying 410 team coaches spread across a range of locations globally in order to understand their views on how team coaching is conceptualised. Participants ranged in age from 18 to 74, with their average age being 52. 51% were female and 56% held a master's degree. A total of 69% of our sample worked as an external versus an internal coach and 79% held some form of coaching accreditation. 
the average number of years coaching experience was 11 years and team coaching experience was seven years. The average proportion of team coaching practice in our sample was 29%. So our survey included three open-ended questions in order to ensure that we didn't bias the responses with our own views from our literature review as to how team coaching should be defined, we kept our questions completely open and we asked, how do you define team coaching? How is team coaching different to one-to-one coaching? And how is team coaching different to other team development interventions? Our results indicated that in relation to the question, how do you define team coaching? Four themes were identified from our analysis. Common goal, team performance, team learning and reflection, and team coaching activities. A recurrent response from our participants involved the assertion that a common goal was an essential component of team coaching. Therefore, team coaching is focused on assisting a team achieve a common goal, purpose, objective, or mission. Our second theme describes the output or outcome for a team coaching intervention i.e. improve team performance. Therefore, team coaching enables individuals to perform effectively as a team. Our third theme turns to the process of how team coaching generates improvements in team performance. It describes team coaching as a dynamic collective process where team members learn from self-reflections and team member reflections. A related sub-theme is the idea that during team coaching, team members will take on the role of the coach themselves. Our final theme identified in relation to the question, how do you define team coaching, refers to the methodology, actions or process whereby a team coach improves the team's capability to achieve their shared goal and improve team performance. A range of team coaching activities were identified by by participants, including raising awareness, improving communication between team members, as well as building trusting relationships among team members. In response to our second question, how is team coaching different from one-to-one coaching, our analysis identified two themes, focus on the team as a system and advanced coaching skills. The first theme from this question describes how practitioners view the team of comprising of individuals. However, these individuals form an interconnecting network which can be viewed as a complex whole. This complex whole is the focus of the team coaching. The second theme leads on from the first. Coaching a group of individuals all at the same time is inherently more complex than coaching on a one-to-one basis. Our participants identified this as a core difference in the practice of team coaching compared to -to one-to-one coaching. A number of advanced skills were identified by participants as being required by coaches conducting team coaching. For example, the ability to listen to and take into account multiple perspectives, the ability to observe and interpret interactions, the team coach needs to have a grasp of team facilitation techniques and the challenge of building trust within the team coaching sessions to enable effective openness and sharing for reflective learning. In response to our final question, how is team coaching different from other team development interventions? Our analysis identified two themes, coaching techniques and longer term. When clarifying the difference between team coaching and team development interventions, the key difference specified by participants was that team coaching involved the application of traditional coaching techniques to achieve the desired outcomes. 
Therefore, whilst the outcomes from team coaching and other types of team development interventions may be the same, the process by which these outcomes are achieved is likely to be different. For example, a core component of coaching is the use of dialogue and conversation, and in particular, effective questioning to encourage reflection. Other participants highlighted that the coach is not an expert and doesn't provide instruction, training or guidance. Finally, participants identified that when compared to other forms of team development, team coaching is a longer term intervention. We conclude our paper by offering the following definition of team coaching. Team coaching is a team-based learning and development intervention that considers the team to be a system and is applied collectively to the team as a whole. The focus of team coaching is on team performance and the achievement of a common or shared team goal. Team learning is empowered via specific team coaching activities for self and team reflection, which are facilitated by the team coach through the application of coaching techniques such as impactful reflective questioning, which raises awareness, builds trusting relationships and improves communication. A team coach does not provide advice or solutions to the team. Rather, team coaching requires advanced coaching skills from the coach, such as considering multiple perspectives simultaneously and observing and interpreting dynamic interactions and is typically provided over a series of sessions rather than as a one-off intervention. In our paper, we argued that the previously ill-defined nature of team coaching meant that it was difficult for organisations to know what to expect when they employ a team coach and understand when team coaching is appropriate compared to other forms of intervention. Our findings have helped to shed some light on these issues. For example, team coaching is likely to be appropriate when the focus of the learning and development is on teamwork processes rather than team task work. Furthermore, team coaching requires the whole team to be present and is likely to be of a longer duration than a one-off event. Our research highlights the complexity of team coaching and we suggest that organisations should carefully consider the knowledge, skills and expertise of team coaches to ensure that they have the requisite ability to simultaneously manage multiple perspectives, observe and interpret interactions, build trust to enable openness and sharing and have knowledge of team facilitation techniques. Team coaching is certainly an underdeveloped field and we hope to see more research in this area soon that will help us to further understand what factors influence the effectiveness of team coaching. So that concludes today's episode of the Coaching Academic Podcast. Just to remind you, in today's episode, I was discussing one of my own research papers called Conceptualising the Distinctiveness of Team Coaching, which I co-authored with Uwe Napierski and Joanna Lubovnikova and was published in the Journal of Managerial Psychology in 2019. As always, I'll include a link to the paper in the show notes. Before I go, I just want to mention that if you like the podcast, you may like a new book that I'm working on, which is based on the idea of translating research into practice for coaches and leaders interested in a coaching style of leadership. The book isn't ready quite yet. However, if you'd like to sign up to receive an email notification for when the book is available, then please email me at the.coaching.academic.com at gmail.com that's the dot coaching dot academic at gmail.com thanks for listening see you again soon thanks 
for listening to the Coaching Academic Podcast. If you're interested in reading my research, sponsoring the show, or in hiring me as a researcher, coach, or speaker, check out my website, www.rebeccajjones.co.uk. If you like the show, don't forget to leave a review in iTunes and subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you have a question you'd like me to answer in a future show, then please get in touch via my website. Finally, you can connect with me on Twitter at coach underscore research. Thanks for listening.